Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Welcome back to the podcast. I've been involved in an anthology called Ye Old Magic Shop. It's currently available on Amazon. And there's a pretty cool video there uh, advertising it, so uh, go check it out. It's um, ye old, with an E on the end, magic with a K on the end, and shop with a P-E on the end, going for the uh, old world spelling. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty proud of the story that's in it, so uh, go check it out. And while you're there, uh, why not search for the three anthologies of short stories that I've got on Amazon, um, Tales from Noctis Point, Digital Souls, and Seven Dark Reflections. Uh, each one is a, a series of stories, uh, usually around a theme. And um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of those too, so <laughs> go check them out. Foreign Trade, Part 2 Ferret leaned against the railing, watching the men load the crates. It was dim, pre-dawn light barely beginning to gather, but even so he could see the guild brand on each crate, hear the clink of glass as each was placed below decks. Yellow dust. His father, a strong mug of coffee clutched in one weather-beaten hand, was directing the men with hand signs and clicks of his fingers. Occasionally his gaze flicked around the harbour, but beyond a few early fishermen quite some distance away there was no one to watch. The crates were coming from a wagon, up on the flagstoned pier from where Geraldo e Lecrenza watched the whole operation. An uplifted badger was watching as well, harnessed to the wagon. His fur was missing in several places, one ear apparently torn away. Ferret, keeping a wide berth from the thuggish loaders, sidled up to his father. I didn't know it'd be dust, he whispered. His father didn't look at him but scratched at his wiry beard with one thumb knuckle. Who says it's dust? Looks like glassware to me. Sounds like it too. He's just paying extra for making sure that we get it there unbroken, that's all. They're putting it in the other cargo container, anyway. Ferret's stomach churned. It was getting rarer to see dust. The new ships and trains that the Guild had churned out over the last few months needed it as fuel, and it was no secret that the Council favoured giving them the dust over uplift welfare or the church healers. He'd overheard more than a little gossip among the market uplifts about shortages, and it seemed like every day there was a report of someone going rampant. But none of it would be coming out of the guild under cover of darkness. Da, I don't like it, he murmured. I thought it'd be something he wanted to avoid harbour tax on. If it's stolen... His father cut him off with a gesture, fixing him with eyes that showed more clarity than for many a week. That's enough now, son, he said his tone leaving no room for argument. The last crate loaded, the men left the boat and climbed back aboard the wagon. From the driver's seat, Ilucrenza withdrew a pouch that clinked heavily. Hilltop, he said. Someone will be waiting. He threw the pouch and Ferret caught it as his father nodded. I am sure there will be. Pleasure doing business with you. Ilucrenza just nodded and the badger began to draw the wagon away. As soon as the man was out of sight, 
Ferret shuddered. The little ship felt dirty somehow, and a desire to clean it rose up in him, but he weighed the pouch of money in his hand. His father ducked below, coming back up after a minute. They actually did a good job, he said, stacked evenly, well-balanced, perfectly hidden under the false deck. Tide's with us, we should get underway. The pouch contained dozens of the thin, gold-coloured coins, each one stamped with the nine-sided symbol of the council on one side, and the seal of the Centrum Mint on the other. The cold feeling returned. There was enough here to keep them going for weeks, months maybe if Dad didn't drink it all, but that only made the uneasy feeling in the pit of Ferret's stomach worse. I'll just take that, shall I? His father's hand closed around his own, the other easing the pouch away from him. We'll need to change them down into something a little less conspicuous, but it's not bad for a few days sailing. He eyed Ferret for a moment, an unreadable expression on his face. Then he smiled, the wrinkles at the corners of his eyes deepening. Just think of it as a pleasure cruise. Down the river, around the coast, up the folly, and straight into Rabbit Town. Ferret nodded, and began to busy himself around the boat. His father stood aft, hand on the tiller, exuding a calm that should have enfolded him, but as they eased out into the rippling water and towards the waiting customs boat, Ferret's gut tightened in anxiety. With a bump, the little customs boat came up alongside. A woman stood at the prow. Cargo check, she called, jumping aboard. The little metal badge at her breast winked in the light from the shuttered lantern she held. Anything to declare? You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 